Well, welcome back to Rock the Culture. It's season two, episode four. This is the podcast where we bring perspective and conversation on all things Central Arkansas, all things Little Rock, all things the culture. I'm your host, Antoine Phillips. You can find me on Instagram at Antoine Phillips. And I'm with my guy. Your favorite representative, always repping. Two take, three terms. You can find me on Instagram at RepBlake36. And this is season two of Rock the Culture, and we're brought to you by C3 Culturally Connected Communications. Got to give them a shout out because of what they're doing in the digital marketing space, which is big. That's yes, how sir. people advertise yes, now. Uh, so if you need help pushing your brand, pushing your product, pushing yourself, I mean, you know, as we learn, Blake, you are a brand. Yes, sir. As a person. If you need help with that, holler at our folks at C3. And uh, I want to give a shout out to my boy Two Take Blake in here with the merch. You like the merch on? You'll see the shirt, the culture shirt. You can pick, pick them up now. Uh, you can go to Cash App, dollar sign, rock the culture. Uh, throw us 15 bucks and, and we'll have your shirt delivered to you. Yeah, with your size and your address, and we'll get it to you. And um, I, I'll start doing that hashtag, like 50 Cent. You know, 50 Cent got that get the strap. Yeah. Get the merch. Get the merch. In my 50 Cent voice. Um, before you, you look like Fifty Cent, <laughs> <laughs> you know people used to say that, bro. There was photographs. I know, that was a setup. That was, yeah, that was, was, was photographs back was, in the day. I was my Jason Kidd on right there. Uh, you dropping dimes? <laughs> dropping dimes. Those photographs back in the day of me and uh, Fifty. Fifty. I mean, I. <laughs> you just saying that because we dark skin and we in shape. That's all that means. Y'all have interesting head shapes. Especially <laughs> you have interesting bone structure. <laughs> Man, let's give a shout out to our connects. Shout out to Arkansas Time for always giving us the platform for season one and season two and going forward. And special shout out in Arkansas Times. You need to go pick up this week's edition of Arkansas Time with the cover story uh, about cutoff, about people uh, struggling with the Medicaid issues. Get educated on that. But you also want to flip to page eight. And check out the Rock the Culture podcast app. Um, Advertising, man. Advertisement. You can catch us on the, the website. It's ArkansasTimes.com backslash RTC. Check us out, man. Rock the Culture. And a great picture there with uh, Stacey Abrams. And, man, this I didn't even mean to talk about this. So Stacey Abrams was with us a week and a half ago. Yeah. And then she go on the Daily Show a couple days later. I know, man. Relevant. We man, stay relevant. We stay man. relevant, man. So you know, people come to us first, and then they blow up. <laughs> That's how Doctor Chris Jones, right? Stacey Abrams. Well, Stacey Abrams already blown I up, mean, but, but we but still, we pull a little ignition, <laughs> a little lighter fluid. That's what I'm telling. A little lighter fluid. Little uh, what do you say on Kings of Comedy? A uh, little pistol starter. Little pistol starter. <laughs> <laughs> little pistol starter. Rock because we little pistol starters. <laughs> <laughs> and you say I all got the jokes. Bro, I got the jokes. You are not Catch funny. me on uh on stage August 26th, 25th with the, com- with the comedians from uh Arkansas Cinema Society. Other shout out, got to give a shout out to your boy Grammy Q Note on the IG. Keys to the City Films TV on YouTube. Man, uh Grammy Q Note in here keeping us together, making sure he's working with y'all, he's working with two take Blake. He's becoming like one and a half take Blake. Man, he's trying he's trying to get my life right, man. <laughs> I've been I've been praying and having consultations with, with Q Note. So maybe maybe I'll be close close to one take pretty right, sure. Yeah, keep working, keep working, bro. <laughs> keep working. Also, you gotta give a shout out, man. We ain't did this in a while, but you know, our intro and our outro music continues to be uh that nineties type ish that was produced by Q Note. 
with your guy Philly Moo on the saxophone. Yes, if you're man. not still bumping it, you're making a mistake. Go back, listen to it, let Philly Moo trap jazz your life. Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 good content. And today on the show, we, we're going to talk about two news stories. Keep it brief because we want to spend an uh, extra amount of time with our special guest, Catherine Tucker, to talk about the Arkansas Cinema Society, talk about 2018 Filmland, and a special event with Rock the Culture. You don't want to miss that. You want to stay tuned to hear the details on how exciting, you Exciting, man. Exciting. To get the news on how you can get your VIP tickets to the Rock the Culture Happy Hour with some of the biggest names in the film industry all across America and Arkansas. So stay tuned to that. But, Blake, we got to get right into the news, man. I'm ready. First thing we're going to talk about on the agenda, something that's made national news, man. Again, Little Rock, you know, Central Arkansas making national news. Uh, this, for the wrong reasons. This time right? for the wrong reasons. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, give a little background. If y'all hadn't seen this on Facebook, um, and this guy, you know, McClellan shout out, my guy Shannon Scribner, uh, went to McClellan, played AAU with Big Scrib. What up, Big Scrib? Um, him and his family were shooting a video, and they was all over, but they ended up in England. England, Arkansas. Right, and they are shooting this video at different locations, and they noticed that a police officer is following them everywhere they go. They're from England, right? Right. Okay. And their uncle is actually on the police force for the England Police Department, if I'm not mistaken. So my guy Scrib and his family members, they realized this officer is stopping them, so they finally go approach the officer, and they were smart enough. Man, you can't underestimate the use of your cell phone, camera, and recording devices. They were smart enough to record the conversation. They go up to this officer for the uh, England Police Department. Named I Mike, watched that video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, named Mike Moore and say, hey, man, we're we not doing anything wrong. Why are you following us? You 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 should know us. You know, our, our, our uncle is on the police. That, I remember they addressed right. him before yeah. the conversation. Our uncle is... Dale Scribner on right. the police department. Right. Yeah. Trying to let them know, say, hey, bro, we're not, one, we're not doing anything wrong. So it shouldn't even matter who your uncle is, first of all. True. If you're not doing anything wrong, why are you following me? But then they say, try to give them some credibility. Like, look, obviously we really ain't doing nothing wrong because our uncle's uncle, on the police yeah. department. And this guy had the audacity, bro, to tell them, y'all don't belong in my town. You're not my people. You don't belong here. My understanding, uh, if you watch the video, Blake, they have this back and forth, but from that point on, you can tell that they were kind of like, man, dude, what just happened? What, yeah. I mean, what, what are you, you saying? What yeah. What did you just say? How you going to tell me where I do and don't belong? Mm. But this, uh, last time I checked, this America. I can yeah. pretty it's go. public property. Yeah, I can I go. I grew up right there. Exactly. I'm from here. Who are you? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, with, right. With, it's the common response that, that, that you should that you should. Uh, think you was going to get if you say you don't belong here. Right. I mean, we had the same situation happen in Hot Springs. Uh, about a month and a half ago, remember the the city manager yep. told one of the school board members, right. "You don't belong. What are you doing at this pool? You don't belong here." What's up with that, Blake? What's up with this this new? Maybe it's not new, but these incidents where people are kind of taking ownership of things that they don't own. You know, this whole like, "I want my country back." Is that new? That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's not new, but yeah. it, it's it's becoming more visible, more visible, more 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 prevalent. Right, yeah. right. So that that happened. Um, the folks, Shannon Scribble and his family, had enough sense to file a complaint with mm -hmm. the England Police Department. They did not release the video immediately thereafter because, according to them, they wanted the police to have an opportunity to investigate, and they wanted to see what the police What's was going to do. do. Okay. Let me see what you're going to do. G gave them good faith effort. Right. Yeah. Uh, police didn't do nothing. Mm. 
So then they released a video on Facebook and got, man, you know how you bought one take me trying to go viral? Yeah, <laughs> went, went viral. They went super viral fast, over a thousand shares immediately. That's what stories in like USA Today, right? Yeah, US, and The Root, yeah. And The Root, USA Today, Newsweek, because what ultimately happened by them going viral with this story, uh, the England Police Department did investigate this guy and realized he's been terminated from other law enforcement from the Lone Oak Sheriff's Department? Right. Or, yeah. Right. So they terminated Mike Moore for this incident. And what that tells me is that this incident in and of itself may not necessarily be a fireball offense, but he must have had some history. Yeah. Like, this must have been like, all right, bro, we done with you. True. Uh, True. So that says a lot. And I, I wanted to share that with the culture so people can know what that story. But also, that's something, bro, especially as black men, I, I deal with that. Oh yeah, in my suit I deal right, with that. Right, with with state legislator tags on my car I deal with that. You know, and that's and that's one of the things where I, our blackness supersedes everything else. Right. So we so uh, it's not that we should ever get comfortable. We should just be aware. Right. And I remember when I was in law school, I'm going to law school, and I had my my do rag and my hat on. Uh, Cause that's how I used to wear to law school, and I got pulled over. Just ratchet, yeah. Hey, McClellan, ratchet what up, law student? What up, McClellan? <laughs> I told y'all I was as McClellan as McClellan as you can be. Uh, so I'm going to class with my hat and my do rag. I get pulled over by a police officer coming off 6:30 on Broadway, and uh, he had no reason to pull me over because I asked him, and he just said, "I'm just doing a normal check." He said, "Where are you going?" I said, "Law school." He said, for real, where you going? I said, what you mean for real where I'm going? I'm going to law school because I got a do-rag on and a I mean, hat. I don't know. I don't want to know the law. Yeah. I can't go to law school, but. 50 Cent wear do-rags and hats. Did you say that? No, nah, I did not say that, but he didn't go <laughs> to law school. I look like 50 Cent. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go to law school. So, man, th- these types of situations are happening every day, man. It still happens when you go in certain stores that you see people looking at you yeah. no matter how you are. So I want people to be aware that, I mean, those issues are not, that's not in the past. No. That is every that's current present day that people are still dealing with, and shout out to uh, Scribner and his family, and for them to having the foresight to take this take advantage of the exactly. technology and and highlight some some injustices that are going on. That that the bigger message that we belong, we belong wherever we think we should be. Right, plain, and can't nobody simple. tell you that we you belong, don't belong, man. man. Yeah, I I don't know what looked like I'm supposed to be here or not. I, I don't look like, if that's the case, I don't been a lot of places in the White House. You know, I look like where I want to be at. Right, right. Regardless of, of what you think. Right. Yeah, you don't get to pick where I'm supposed to be. Oh, well, an, another thing that bothered me about that is it took over 15 days for them to investigate and fire this guy, Mike Moore. Was his name Mike Moore? Right. Michael Moore. That's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> you say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it took over 15 days, man. And if they didn't have the video, who knows what happened? Right. Who knows how many more people he has harassed? Now, I know uh, one of my guys, Rozelle Aaron, yeah. has, has also filed... With the NAACP? Filed, yeah, with, he's, the, he's the former state leader of the NAACP, former state president of the NAACP. I know he has uh, a complaint now with the same uh, England Police Department. So, man, let's, 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 stay, on, let's stay on him. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to leave it there, Blake, and then we're going to get into our next news story, something that we talked about a lot on season one and want to kind of highlight and not necessarily take credit for this one, Blake, because I think this was already in the works, but we were talking about how parts of the city, man, don't have sidewalks. Sidewalks, sidewalks, sidewalks. I mean, and people, and just to re- rehash, recap why that's so important, man, when you have sidewalks, you, you encourage foot traffic. You encourage people to visit your neighborhood. You, 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 you encourage the city to, to, to have a, a certain... 
uh, respect and regard for your neighborhood. So you have sidewalks, which now now you have a variance, which which you can go to to curbs and the streets, and we're incur- and we and we're encouraging foot traffic, car traffic, and, and safety and economic development. Because yes, once you have sidewalks, you now as a person with the resources to start a business or relocate or rehab a building, you're going to say, okay, well, these sidewalks are here. I got a good foundation, quote-unquote, exactly. to, to start walk a business. through the hood. Right, yeah. absolutely. Exactly. So we want to give a, a, a update on the Little Rock board uh, on what they're doing. This past Tuesday, um, I guess that was August 7th, okay. the board voted and approved to spend another $2.4 million and infrastructure improvements throughout the city. Okay. And this is part of the sales tax initiative. And mm-hmm. in my understanding, there's a uh, each ward, we talked about this before, there are seven wards in the city. Mm-hmm. And based on this sales tax, each ward was uh, awarded $2.4 million for infrastructure improvements. Yeah. So that's going to happen at a staggered pace. And this past Tuesday, the board voted to move forward on some of these projects. Uh, for instance, Blake, uh, down in your neck of the woods, I guess it's part of your legislative district. Man, something that I've been talking about for a, since I've been elected, man. Right. That you you got to be talking about Roosevelt. Roosevelt on the Sidewalks north sidewalks on Roosevelt, man. The north side of Roosevelt from I thirty all the way down to Main Street. So you yes. thinking that that corridor from I thirty where that uh, that AutoZone right there, AutoZone, our house, right, the gas station, uh, and it's it's very vital that that we have that that is Highway Five, and we have students walking from Horace Mann home. And they don't have a sidewalk. You have people walking to to our to our house, walking from their the bus stop or walking from their job back home, and they don't have a sidewalk. So they're walking in the street, and, and when it rains, the street floods. There is muddy. There's muddy land. So it's it is very vital to get a a, a pedestrian safe uh, area thoroughway, and that's that's that sidewalk there on Highway Five in, in Roosevelt. Right. So that's happening. Another example. Speaking of flooding. Uh, in Ward 3, they're going to uh, do some infrastructure in Briarwood to build, mm-hmm. construct a ditch to con- help with some of that drainage issue yeah. to prevent flooding over in the Briarwood neighborhood. And there's other projects throughout the city. But wanted you all to know, as culture cohorts, that the city is moving forward mm-hmm. and trying to improve some things in different areas. We don't want to always point the finger, but, you know, give credit where credit is due. And this is some slow progress, but it's progress. And just a FYI, if, if you want to know what, if it's sidewalks, uh, streets, you have a complaint, you need an area to be to be looked at or, or, or you want to put in a, a work order, go to go, go to Little Rock Sense. That's, that's the Little Rock Citizens Evaluation of New Tax, Little Rock Sense. That's on on the uh, on the city of Little Rock's webpage. I, I serve on on that board, man. They, they're the ones who who compile all the information. If you, if you need new sidewalk, if you need new curbs, if you need new street, uh, go to Little Rock Sense and and put your request in. And Blake, you know what Jay Z said? What did he say, Twan? Goddess, I never had that. Streets was my second home. Welcomed me with open arms. Provided a place to crash at. A place to study math. That matter of fact, I learned it all. Bars. And what Jay Z's getting at, Blake, right there. We're talking about. Actual infrastructure improvements, sidewalks, curbs. In the community, yeah. In the community. He's saying that a lot of folks in the community spend time in the street. Yeah, absolutely right. That's where you learn your relationships. That's where you gain your friends. You, that's where you cultivate your culture, yeah. Cultivate the culture. Man, that's, that ain't bad, bro. I you like that, bro. Culture bro. cultivation. You, you know, know what they say, you know, iron sharpening iron, bro, and I'm sharpening you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not true. <laughs> Bible bars. <laughs> Hashtag Bible bars. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I think that's important that what the city's doing 
uh, to spend time and spend energy and resources to to build up our infrastructure so we can have a more walkable city, no matter what part of the city you live in. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So we're going to leave it there with today's news. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back with our special guest, Catherine Tuck of the Arkansas Cinema Society. We'll see y'all in just a minute. Well, we're back after a short break of Season 2, Episode 4 with our special guest, Catherine Tucker. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. You're the first person to actually say hello, people. <laughs> you got to tell people to say hello, people. They never follow instructions. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for following instructions. It's my pleasure. Um, and we're here today to talk about Arkansas Cinema Society yep. and Filmland 2018. That's right. And before we get into that, and we're going to talk about a great event that Rock the Culture and yeah. Arkansas Cinema Society is um, putting together on August 24th. But always, we have a guest. I want people to know who you are. I know you're from Little Rock, and I understand that you may have went to one of my rival schools, but I'm, I'm not going to hold that against you today. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> you can talk about it all you want to. <laughs> but honestly, you're a Little Rock native, right? Hail to the old gold. Oh, okay. She's not yes, even going to say the school name. She, Tiger Pride. We don't have to. It's just, the high school. Is what she's just going to assume that everyone knows what <laughs> that means, right? Yeah, no, the they do. School. Oh, they do? Yeah. If okay. They, if they don't, they don't matter. Oh, oh what? You know, you, know we're, you know people going to hear this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we meant all of it. <laughs> See, Blake chiming in. So I got to get some McClellan grads up in here. Next oh. next episode going to be all McClellan alums. Yeah, it's going to be good. hard. <laughs> See? You should do a dance off. And we will win. McClellan got better dancers than Central. No. Oh, the high steppers? The, the high stepping is not dancing. Oh, my God. Is that dancing? Oh, oh. Is that dancing, it's Blake? It's a good thing you're not running for office. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I got love for the people at Central because one day I may have, I may need y'all support one day. <laughs> <laughs> and there's I got a lot of them. Yes, there is. I got love for everybody. So, Little Rock Native, but I know before we got in your role as executive director for the Arkansas Cinema Society, yep. you were already in the film industry. Yes. So, give us a little background on the passion or a little bit of your journey before you got to ACS. Well, uh, so I went to college in Philadelphia at the University of Pennsylvania. Not a bad school. Not a bad school. And I majored in photography. And then I got out of school and walked around New York City with my resume and wanted to work for photographers. And I, I landed a job. The photographer happened to be in the lobby. His name's Timothy White. Um, and hired me on the spot. And um, we, I worked for him for two years. But what he did was he shot movie posters. And working with him, I kind of got into the film world, and I was never disinterested in the film world. It was just not, it is non-existent here in Arkansas, and I'm not going to give a date, but it's, it was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it was non-existent, so I thought I wanted to be a photographer. And then um, I, I kind of, I worked for him, and I loved, I, he was incredible, but I learned a lot about photography, and it felt very like a lonely craft to me, and I wanted to be more of a collaborator. Mm -hmm. And so it just seemed like a natural segue to get into film, and a position opened at Miramax, um, and he helped me kind of get that, make that transition over to Miramax, and I became a photo editor there, um, and I worked there from 2002 to 2004. And, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but on the ACS website, there are photographs of the staff and the board of directors. Mm -hmm. Those are awesome photographs. Are, are, did you do those? I wish I did. Rhett Peak did those. Okay. He was a friend of mine from high school. 
Um, he's local, and he uh, just actually had some photos in the uh, in Rolling Stone of Ben Dickey, who's the star of Blaze. Right. Uh, also a friend of mine from high school. Um, shout but, out Central. Shout out Central. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben, and so Rhett actually donates his work to the ACS every year and does photos of our board, our filmmakers, VIPs. Then he's set up in our in our quote lounge. Mm-hmm. And the photographs that are, that's on the website, um, I don't even know what they're describe. I don't know what edit or um, what's what you filter. I don't. It's not a filter, but it's the, lighting. Is it just the lighting? Mm-hmm. The, you just need to go to the ACS website that's and check right. out how great these photographs are. They're beautiful. They're beautiful, and you got a great board, by the way. Yes, great group of people. Amazing group of people. So you start in the film industry as a photo editor, yep. and I understand from your biography you worked on some big name films. I did. Was it in the photo editing role, or did yep. you have a different role? So when I worked at Miramax, I was a photo editor, and what photo editors do is they go through films, and this was back when we actually had films, mm-hmm. film films. Yeah. And it, not digital. Not digital. Film. Yeah. And so I, um, this was, a, it was a really awesome job, but on films like Amelie and some of the independent films that came in, Frida, there wasn't a lot of unit photography where they have a photographer on set taking pictures. And so I would physically go through the film and pick the stills that they would use for publicity. Wow. wow. And it was just an awesome and actually physically cut the film myself and make a negative of it and all of that. So, so you were traveling a lot, I assume, to be with wherever the film sets were. I would just receive the film, oh, okay. the, the photos, or the I would order if we didn't get great stills, then I would order the print and then we would go through and cut the cut those up. And I was checking out your your biography, and it looks like some of the films you worked on, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I worked on the photo shoot for that. And how awesome was that? So that's so the, that's the other thing we do is we produce photo shoots. So we I helped produce the photo shoot for Kill Bill, um, not gangs, uh, Chicago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was in the day that it was just it was you know film was still. The thing, yeah. and so you know, these photographers are making a killing, <laughs> doing all these these uh, movie posters. And so, you Kill Bill, Gangs of New York. Yep, I worked on the marketing for it, but I don't think I was actually physically in the photo shoot. Um, there's a couple I'm missing. Jersey Girl was one Jersey of the Girl. Ones. Well, one just go Lopez. with it. Well, just so after I worked, I left Miramax, I decided I wanted to get into production. Okay. And so I quit Miramax um, with a friend of mine, Timothy White, who he quit at the same time as well. So y'all had, a, y'all had a meeting and they said, hey, he we're a, out. He a had a movie, meeting. a secret meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew about it. <laughs> there was nothing on Facebook. Facebook didn't exist yet. Okay. <laughs> Um, but so we we left and we drove to North Carolina and made a movie called Loggerheads, um, and it ended up getting into Sundance. And so we went to Sundance in two thousand and five, and then from there I just started gallivanting on films all over the country. And I worked on Idlewild in uh, in North Carolina, which was an amazing experience. It's an HBO film. Mm-hmm. Um, worked with Outcast on that. Yeah, that was yeah, that's that's Outcast film. Yeah. yeah. And it, that was, all, I mean, my first big movie. The, the guy, amazing. you know, guy in Outcast named Antoine. Yep, that's just, right. Just a side note. Side note. That's why I choose to go by Big Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact. <laughs> we'll quiz you later. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> so for the people who don't know, we're talking about the Arkansas Cinema Society. And kind of give us a brief 
what it is and the purpose of the Arkansas Cinema Society. So when, when I came back, I got introduced to the film community here, and that was one of the reasons that I decided to move home because it was awesome, and I kind of didn't know it existed. Um, and I met a lot of Gabe's friends in the filmmaking world, Daniel Campbell and Josh and Miles Miller and Graham Gordy, and it was all these really... In- Graham Gordy, by the, na- by the way, is a great name. Great name. That's a great name. Yeah. He's just bound to be famous yeah, for the name. Exactly. Graham Gordy? Gotta yeah. Be famous. It's gonna, he's famous. <laughs> um, and so we, I just kind of fell in love with the community, and I ended up producing bo- uh, both of their feature films, All the Birds Have Flown South and Antiquities. Um, and as a producer in Arkansas, I felt a little bit frustrated about the lack of unity in the, in the film culture here and that it felt sort of disjointed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the different pockets in Arkansas feel disjointed. And so I just in my mind had thought like, oh, how nice it would be to have something that kind of bridged all the communities right. and, and brought everybody together and so we can support one another and connect Joe Schmo fil- filmmaker to, you know, Jeff Nichols or Mary Steenburgen or some of these great talents that are from Arkansas that want to help and give back but don't really have the avenue, a- the mm-hmm. avenue to do that. So that's sort of been piling in my mind Um and then when the Little Rock Film Festival folded, we were all so sad and bummed about that because they did such a great job um, with everything that they did. And part of the reason that the film community even existed at all was because of them. And and something that my husband's pointed out, but that's where he met you know the people he's working with today. And when you have a venue to screen your mm-hmm. art, then you make it. If you don't have anywhere to screen, then why, you, there's there's nowhere no reason to make it. So we kind of, there was this kind of group of people that were, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, collecting. Or Coales- coalescing. Coalescing to get something going again. And he, then, you don't know how happy you just made him. Because <laughs> he'd been wanting to be a smart person and he finally. Oh, used, my life. He, he finally gets to use the vocabulary word. So he's very excited. <laughs> I am. He's, I really he's, on, am. he's laughing with his shoulders moving right now. <laughs> My brother's probably going to tweet us in a second. That's not what that word means. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> so, according to Blake, you and your friends were coalescing. Yes, that. And and this, and that's how Arkansas. And Simpsons it kind of evolved, yeah. And then I ran. Uh, Jeff Nichols did a screening of um, Loving Here, mm-hmm. and I ran. And we went to a high great school. movie. We went to high school together. Um, and here we go again. Here we go again. We don't have to say anymore. We don't have to say anymore. (laughs) All I've got to say is look at the colors of the ACS. There we go. That's not an accident. It's not an accident. Mm. Black and gold. What other colors are there? Black and red, rock the culture. (laughs) 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 What other colors are there? (laughs) So, so great rundown of Arkansas Cinema Society, and I guess the. The big event each year is Filmland. Yes, and this is our first annual Filmland. Last year, we just did kind of threw together premiere, mm-hmm. and we did five screenings. I mean, it ended up being awesome. But it I, was we just, were there. It was yeah, a great time. Awesome. Yeah. It was great. But um, we're this this year we're including Arkansas Films, which is you know part of one of our one of our main missions is to provide a screening opportunity for. Arkansas filmmakers. So it's very Arkansas film heavy this year because we're trying to cover all of the ground since the Little Rock Film Festival closed. So, Well, you are the Arkansas Cinema Society. Yes, we are. 
kind of makes sense. It does. <laughs> We're not the California. <laughs> so what, what's on tap for people to look forward to? I know it's the weekend. So many of things. August, I think it starts on the 23rd. August 23rd through 26th. Right. Um, tickets are available now at ArkansasCinemaSociety.org. We've got four days of programming. Uh, Thursday night, Richard Linkletter's coming, and he d- wrote and directed Dazed and Confused, mm-hmm. um, School of Rock, uh Boyhood, he's a tremendous filmmaker, but he also founded the Austin Film Society, which is what we are based on. So Jeff took advantage of a lot of the opportunities that the Austin Film Society presented him with living in Austin as a young filmmaker with no money. And he wanted to give back to the community here and figure out That's a awesome. way. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. So so Richard will hopefully talk about that and the importance of the community. But now the Austin Film Society has been around for 30 years, and they've got like a $5 million annual budget, and they have a studio, and they own multiple theaters, and it's it's a real... And you mentioned something for our listen, listeners who don't know. You, you actually show films that are in film land, which is probably pretty understood by everyone. But also those directors, there's a Q&A, right? Yes. So that's... That, we, you must have a filmmaker accompanying every screening. That is our mission. That's what we do. So anytime we're screening a film, you know that someone that worked on the film is going to be there for, a Q, for an in-depth Q&A. They're usually about an hour. Um, and they've all been tremendous. We record them, and we're, we're, we'll put them on our sites. And so if, you, if you're kind a person... Kind of like a master class type of... Right. So if you're the type of person to watch a movie and be like, why did they do that? Yes. You can why wasn't ask- this in the movie? Yes. I didn't understand why he was mad at her. Yeah. Now's the time. Now's the time to come ask. Yeah. Because I have those questions all the time. <laughs> do you say them out loud in yes, the theater? Yes, I do. I while do. you're texting. While, while he's watching the movie. While he's <laughs> well, watching no, the film. He's on why the would phone. you do that? <laughs> Don't go around that corner. <laughs> that's for the culture. The culture knows about talking in the movie theater. So that's for that's Thursday night. Then Friday night. Friday, yeah. So Friday is all Arkansas films all day long. We're doing a screening of The Revival, a film made by Jen Gerber, who's the executive director of Hot Springs uh, Documentary Film Festival. Right. Very talented lady. And then Davion is screening at 4 o'clock, which is a Manavasi. Um, he'll be here for that screening. That uh, film went to Sundance in Berlin. It's had great success. It had right. um, it got a distributor. Um, and then in between that and the Arkansas premiere of Antiquities. Breaking news. Go on, break the news, Catherine. <laughs> We're going to have a rock the culture mix and mingle in our VIP lounge. And everyone that's listening is invited to come, but you have to RSVP to get your name on the list. And to RSVP, and we'll put this on our social media, but contact us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, Rock the Culture. Send us your email address. We will email you your RSVP for your VIP ticket to come to the Mix and Mingle after the showing of the screening. See, I say showing because I'm not in the film industry. Film folks. I'll forgive you. I want to speak the lingo. (laughs) After the screening of Davion, there is a Mix and Mingle. For all our but culture why cohorts. To, why do you have to talk like that? Yeah, because, I don't know. I don't know. What is that about? Because yeah, all of a sudden have a British accent. Exactly, because <laughs> filmmakers are British. <laughs> he, he just became like Idris Elba. <laughs> all of a sudden. Everybody knows that. That was a voice one. I did do a voice. Mix and <laughs> okay, are you so, a butler? <laughs> Jeff, Jeffrey. I didn't even go through that because we dark skinned. We about to cut Blake off, y'all. So 
So that, that's Friday night. So, so come Friday to, night. come hang out with us, rock the culture, and and then Antiquities is Arkansas premiering at seven thirty on Friday night. Tickets to that screening sold out in one hour. Wow! And so we are, and that's adding, the one you worked on, right? Yes, that's the one I produced, <laughs> and my husband shot. I will mention, yeah. and the filmmakers will be there are Graham Gordy, Daniel Campbell, Gary Newton, Mary Steenburgen, might have heard of her, um, and Jeff Nichols will host that Q and A. And then, do you want me to go through the rest of the program Saturday? Night? Yeah, Saturday. I'll just run through it. So okay. Saturday, we've got basically the entire cast of Last Man on Earth. Um, Mary Steenburgen and uh, her husband, Ted Danson, are coming. He was actually not in the show, but he's he'll be with her. You may um, have heard of Ted Danson. Might have heard of Ted Danson. Uh, Will Forte, one of the show creators, and uh, John Solomon, Kristen Schaal, all of these names, if you, if you don't recognize them, if you look them up, you would absolutely right. recognize them. Um, they're all hilarious comedians, so we're, we're going to do a comedy panel at 11 o'clock in the morning. And then Y'all didn't even guess comedians, because well, I may know a guy. You might, maybe you should moderate the uh, comedy panel. Hey, see, hey. look, break, break. Breaking news. Can we get, can we get someone some else? Boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> Come see you. Come see you, guy. One take twine with the comedians. Oh, she thought you was talking about me. No, she was, everybody knows we're not talking about you. You're not funny. You should be the peanut gallery. Yeah, I could do that too. I could do that, that too. That would be good. Yeah. So no, that's that, that's yeah. Saturday. That's Saturday, and then so we're doing Last Man on Earth three yeah. screenings with the, all of the cast. Um, Jeff Nichols will moderate that conversation, and then we're doing a screening of MacGruber. And Will Forte will be here, uh, co-writer John Solomon, and then the writer-director, Jorma Tacone, who also wrote all of those digital shorts with Andy Samberg. So he was part of the band The Lonely Island. Yeah. I threw it on the ground, on a mm-hmm. boat, all of those. In a box? SNL, that, mm. All of those wrote That was one of my Just favorite favorite Christmas songs, it's, In a Box. It's, so, it's family friendly. <laughs> so appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> We won't be screening that. <laughs> I, there's a joke there, but this is a family show, so I'm not going to I'm not going to make that joke about screening in the box. We'll uh, just keep it all in the box. <laughs> well, Catherine, this sounds like a great event. Obviously, mm-hmm. rock the culture. We'll be there. Uh, we want everyone to come hang out with us on Friday night from six to eight. But want you to see all the shows other yeah. than antiquities because if you don't have your tickets yet, then well, we might be adding an encore screen. On Sunday, so stay tuned. Oh, if you okay. want to see antiquities, I think that's probably going to happen. Well, we'll if, once we find out, we'll let the people know. Super. Thanks, so, people. We appreciate you coming to rock the culture with us. And when you think about culture, when you think about entertainment, you think about lifestyle here in Central Arkansas, film, the arts is definitely a big part of that. So we appreciate what you are doing in the Thank Arkansas you. Cinema Society, bringing more to do in Little Rock. And that was one of our first, our very first episode mm-hmm. of Rock the Culture. We were talking about. We got jobs, too. And yeah. we have resources, and people want to go out and have a good time and enjoy themselves. And, yeah. and the weekend of August 23rd, 24th, 25th, and maybe 26th. Yeah, 26th for sure. But we'll, we, I, we just that programming is um, not to, finalized. To, to be determined. Yeah. So we, we appreciate it. are crazy. Yeah. They plan everything mm-hmm. last minute. That's mm-hmm. just how it goes, huh? That's just how it is. Stay tuned to Arkansas Cinema Society. Stay tuned to Rock the Culture. You can always find us on Facebook at Rock the Culture, on Instagram at Rock the Culture, and on Twitter at Rock the Culture. And always, you can find me, Antoine Phillips, on Instagram at Antoine Phillips. And you can find my man, Two Take Blake. 
your favorite representative, always repping on Instagram at RepBlake36. See y'all next week.